Well, good morning and welcome to the drive. Hey, hope you guys are doing well. It is September 29th and it's Friday. Um, hope you guys are having a good week, coming to the end of the week for most of us. And um, it's just a blessing to have another day. It's uh, 6.44 a.m. here in Mobile, Alabama, deep south, 69 degrees. It's been nice, pretty nice this week. I had a conversation with the uh, someone outside yesterday for like an hour and it was just I wasn't sweating it was very very pleasant so um cooled down this week which is awesome but you guys as we continue on um uh, we're continuing on in Galatians and uh, the one I want to look at today as we're just we're just going verse by verse we're just going down through that the whole book essentially and we're on um chapter five getting close to the end of chapter 5 and then we have one more chapter after that but it's Galatians 5 24 and 25 and I'm going to read it before I start driving it says but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long-suffering kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control against such there is no law and those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passion and desires all right I'm gonna pull out of my driveway um same thing as last time guys last time we looked at the works of the flesh and here we have the contrast again paul was into lists and contrasts when he wrote and long sentences that's what he was into right but um uh, but he speaks of the fruits of the spirit which is incredibly important um because the fruits of the spirit are really the character qualities that we should have as christ followers right like this is what we should have this is what we should include in our lives right this is what how we should portray if you will ourselves the fruits of the spirit is love love is is prime love is the most important thing the and that's the thing perfect love casts out fear right we know that from from one of john's letters but love is so important because think about it Jesus said people will know you by your know that you're mine by your what by your love for one another you know Paul said you can do he, I'm gonna summarize this but he essentially said you can do a bunch of things a bunch of great things but without love they really mean absolutely nothing um, and so pretty clear that love is incredibly important in the Christian life God is love and think about jesus when he was ministering on the earth you know he included love he sought people who no one else wanted to talk to he paid attention to people that were outcasts were sinners were seen as the worst of the worst and yet there he was ministering to them talking to them spending time with them sharing truth with them and so I think that's incredibly important. The fruit of the Spirit is love. And commentators see this a couple of different ways. Number one, there's either um, these fruits of the Spirit individually or the fruit of the Spirit, because it's singular, right, is love. And everything else flows out from the main fruit of the Spirit, which is love. If you have love, then all of these other things, you know, Joy, peace, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, long-suffering. All these other things will flow out from love. And I do 
personally like that view, <laughs> you know, because um, when you do, through the Spirit, when you do have love, the love of God, that agape love, love that only comes from Him, then you will have joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, right? Good, uh, Gentleness and self-control. Without it, you're going to be lacking those things. And so how do we live these things out? How do we live out these godly character qualities in our own lives? What do we do? How do we do this? Depend upon the Lord and ask for the Spirit to give you this heart. Because this is the heart that will make an impact for eternity. You know? Like, this is the heart that will help us navigate through this life with the, uh, with the right character and conduct. Um, and so it's important. <laughs> it's important to practice and live out the fruits of the Spirit. And you got to remember the context, right? The context is Paul the Apostle talking about, talking to these churches in this region of Galatia and letting them know, hey, watch out for the false teachers. Don't go back under the law. you got to stay in the love of Christ. And so he's saying the contrast. Here's a contrast. The works of the flesh. You guys are going back under the law. You're starting to be all rigid and stressed out and unhappy. And um, you're going astray. Well, the contrast is the freedom in Christ that you have. Which includes love. You know, there are some serious religions that have absolutely no love included in their biblical doctrine or philosophy of ministry. There's no love. Now, I mean, I've met over and over again those who have come out of churches that were so legalistic and they were just like, they were just beat up. They went in feeling condemned. I mean, they heard the message. They, they, their sins were pointed out, and they left in shame. And that became like a regular basis, right? There was no grace. There was no love. The love of God wasn't there. Now, praise God, I haven't experienced that in my own life. I got saved, and I had remembered my dad took me to a Calvary Chapel, and I remembered that when I went into that place an unbeliever I felt so loved and these people they weren't in suits they were in shorts and Hawaiian shirts back in that day it was early 2000s and it was like oh my goodness this is this is like my family um, but so I, I mean I got saved and I went to Calvary Chapel LAX and never left I just served there and God raised me up to, to be a pastor do a lot of ministries missions all kinds of stuff and I never left. I never wanted to. Never had a reason to. Because I'm like, this is it. <laughs> but many, um, many false religions and law-heavy belief systems, they don't include love. And that is so contradictory to what the Bible says, what Jesus says, what the Apostle Paul says. So contradictory to what it's about. You know, love for one another. And if there's not, if there's disputes, if there's difficulties, if there's, uh, I mean, if people in, you know, your life don't have love, well then, there needs to be uh, loving confrontation. Like, do you know what I'm saying? 
It's kind of like this. As a, as a pastor, I have to do a couple of things. I have to protect those outside, uh, protect those in the body out from outside of the church. And there are times, though, unfortunately, I have to protect those in the church from those who are inside the body. Because as as I'm called to do what I'm doing, I'm called to feed the sheep, tend the sheep, and all that, but I'm also called to protect the sheep. And that's why I've, you know, to protect the sheep and, and I, have to be, I have to care for them and love them and make sure there's no infighting. Do you know what I'm saying? Because that happens. Because we're human. Remember Paul had to deal with that in another one of his letters. These two ladies were arguing and he had to, he had to confront it, right? And so it's like, there's got to be love in the body because here's the thing. One of the things my old pastor used to always say, and I loved it, it was that we have enough stress and craziness and drama out in the world church shouldn't be a place where we come and the same thing is happening i, I love to used to always say that and i agree because man when i went to when i was new believer or whatever and and even after definitely after i'm just saying like the craziness and chaos of the world all the stuff that was happening out there once i walked into that our church building and started saying hi to all my you know like-minded christian friends i was just like this is safe you know what i'm saying like it was one of those things where it's like the love of god is here you know the gentleness the peace the uh, all the fruits of the spirit and i'm like this is refreshing and so these guys you know these churches they were starting to get bound again right they're going back into slavery when they're free what what are they doing well they're getting persuaded by the Judaizers, those who say, do this, this, and this, and if not, well, you're in trouble. No grace. No grace. I recently had a family come into our church, and they say they've been here for a while now, but they were just like, yeah, we uh, we came in, and we just, we just wanted to find a church that teaches a Bible and has grace for people that aren't perfect. And I'm like, yeah, none of us are perfect here, so this is a grace place. You know, this is a place where we're all seeking the Lord together and we all make mistakes and mess up but we love one another and we love the Lord most importantly and we're all looking to him together as a family you know and it's like can't leave love out that's the whole point you can't leave love out fruit of the spirit is love and joy without joy we're not really being good witnesses are we like Christians should be the most joyful people ever why because they're safe set apart sanctified because they know the lord their future is in heaven they're going to be with emily we should be the most positive joyful happy people around and if not why why would people look at us and go oh wow i want to be miserable i'm going to be a christian like we need to have joy and that comes from the spirit from the lord looking to him and peace peace in our heart peace in our life And so when we understand the grace of God, then we'll have the peace of God. And that's the thing. Paul the Apostle ended a lot of his letters, grace and peace to our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, that's what, how he would end it. We have peace with the Lord. Long-suffering. That means suffering long. That means when someone is difficult or you're going through major trials, it's different than patience in that you're able to persevere and endure 
through that time. You're able to deal with people who are difficult, right? And then kindness. Kindness goes a long way. You know, there's a contrast between um, <laughs> uh, LA, Los Angeles, and lower Alabama. There's a huge contrast, right? And the contrast is in Southern California, like, there was not really any kindness and I'm generalizing but I am saying like you go to stores you go to different places people don't say hi people don't care people are in their own world doing their own thing you come here and people everywhere like hey how you doing hey holding doors open for you and it's like where what is this place <laughs> it's so different this kindness now that's surface level kindness but the kindness that we're talking about here is the kindness that God gives us that we get to extend to others goodness Right, and this, unfortunately, in the world today, evil is called good and good called evil. It's all twisted. It's all mixed up. But the goodness of God, we receive that, we take that in, and then we extend that to others. Faithfulness. That's huge. This Sunday, I'm talking about. Uh, I'm in Luke chapter 19, talking about the master giving the servants, the ten servants, one mind each to to use while he's gone. And it's a picture of Jesus. He ascended to heaven, and until he comes back we're to invest and do all all that we're all that we're given we're to uh, give that or use that for the lord until he comes back right and it's it was all about being faithful with what you are given are we faithful with what we are given faithfulness is so important it has to do with consistency right and then gentleness, right? Sometimes, I mean, a harsh word stirs up some stuff, right? Proverbs, it's like gentleness is so incredibly important for the believer to deal gently with one another instead of harsh. And, you know, that's, that should not be a, what a Christian is known for. Oh, yeah, that mean, harsh, crazy person over there. Yeah, they're, they're a Christian? Yeah, really? Oh, Okay dealing gently with one another and also self-control you know by the spirit we're able to have self-control temptations are not sin temptations come but the question is are we going to have self-control and walk away or are we going to give in we are to have self-control it's a fruit of the spirit anyway he says against such there are no's, no there's no law and those who are christ have crucified the flesh with its passion and desires so the christian life should be one of growth it should be one of, you know, not just surviving, but thriving. It should be one where we're progressing forward uh, in the faith because we serve a faithful God. And so let's take these fruits of the Spirit and put them into practice. And, uh, you know, God wants to build our character. We're not trying to be all about reputation. That really doesn't matter. That's secondary because as, we, as God builds our character, reputation will take care of itself, right? We're to build the faith that is within us and live it out amen hey god bless you guys i hope you that was much longer than i thought sorry i just i guess i did define kind of each one but i hope you guys have a great friday and a blessed weekend and uh, again i'll talk to you in the morning love you guys praying for you guys and talk to you soon